Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. It's good to be back with you again this week. I'm Pastor Greg. This is Pastor Brad with me. Would you like to say hello to the folks today, Pastor Brad? Hey guys. <laughs> so uh, we enjoy coming to you each week on the Bad Preaching Podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast and we are going to continue on today in our interview with a very special guest who happens to be the co-host, co-producer, co-owner, whatever, and all of the above of this Bad Preaching Podcast, <laughs> uh, Pastor Brad Woodski. Uh, Brad, I really enjoyed the interview with you last week, and you shared with us about your family's conversion. What a wonderful, wonderful story. If the If the listeners did not listen to that, it's worth going back just to hear about how your dad decided... As for me and my house, we will serve the mm. Lord. What a beautiful story, Pastor Brad. And then you told us about your conversion, which really tied into that. Yeah, it was very, really, that's what pushed it. That's yeah. what brought me to where I am today. To the Lord. That decision by your dad brought you to the realization to make your own personal decision. Mm. And then you shared with us um, how the Lord called you into ministry and then just really verified that and and. Just really neat, creative story there, too. So um, if you guys didn't listen, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, uh, tune in to that and listen to uh, Pastor Brad. What a wonderful interview. Thank you for letting us interview. Yeah, thanks for the interview. That was fun. (laughs) So today is part two of that, and we'll get into, I'd like for you to tell us in a few moments about your call to the Nortonsville Church of God, where you serve as Hilltop Youth Pastor. And then also talk a little bit about your goals and vision that you have for the youth ministry here. Mm. If you're okay with that. Oh, I'd love that. So we'll do that later on in the in the program today. But before we finish up the interview, do part two of the interview with Pastor Brad, let's talk a little bit about the sermon series that we are in right now. Life is a journey. Mm. Life is a journey. Pastor Brad, what do you think of when I just say that term. That's the name of the series we're in right now. Yeah. Life is a journey. Well, I really loved your little, uh, you had a little plug in for life is a highway. And I, <laughs> me and Josie got that joke and we really appreciate it. Not everyone else got it, but we thought that was great. Oh, little, uh, little uh, yeah. hats off to cars. But, yeah. uh, well, another <laughs> pastor actually sent me a Marco Polo when he saw on Facebook that my new series was going to be Life is a journey. Yeah. And he was laughing. He said, you missed a great opportunity. You should have called it Life is a Highway. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking of it from that old song, but but you said from the Cars. Oh, yeah. So Cars, cars the used movie. the, the uh, song Life is a Highway. <laughs> I'm, I'm vaguely remembering that yeah. now as you're saying that. I loved that movie, but it's been a long time. Yeah, it has been a little bit. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. But life is a highway, right? Mm. Life is a journey. Yeah. It is a process. I think a lot of times we get so focused on the destination, where we're going, mm. what we want to achieve, whatever it is, the, the degree, the, the job, even in ministry, the event or whatever. But really, God wants us to step back and realize that the living is really in the journey. Mm-hmm. The experiences are in the journey, the growth in our lives is in the journey. And there's an old adage, stop, take time to smell the roses. I guess that works right here. But 
life is a journey and realizing that every day is a gift of God and every day God can mold us, shape us, use us, and not to be so focused just on the end result, but on those normal days as well. Life is a journey. But the main character, I guess, of of our series, Pastor Brad, is Joseph. Joseph of the Old Testament. Mm. The Joseph that many of us sang about in Sunday school about his coat of many colors uh, or talked about. I don't know if there was a song with that or not. Maybe it wasn't, but we... we I we, think there may have I been. think there was. I think there was but, a song. <laughs> but Joseph in his coat of many colors and this dream that he had for his life, that was really a God-given dream. Yeah. And that was the first point that I wanted to make today in our podcast, that every single one of us should have a dream in our lives, a, a goal, regardless of the season of life we find ourselves in. But that dream, those goals, those ambitions, whatever, they need to be God's dream mm-hmm. for us. Pastor Brad, you referenced in your interview last week about seeking God's will for your life. Yeah. And you didn't want to do what you wanted to do. You wanted to do and be who God was calling you to be. Mm. Um, because you had to give up the dream about the boat. What was that you were <laughs> I just wanted a boat and some money. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Boat and the money. Yeah. And then you realized the Lord was calling you into ministry. Yeah. And his dream has to become your dream. Mm. And everybody listening to the Bad Preaching podcast uh, is not called to be a pastor, mm-hmm. or maybe you're not called to even full-time, like what I would call vocational ministry, but all of us are called of God in our everyday lives, mm-hmm. and all of us are called for a purpose from God in our lives. It's a great thing when we find our purpose, isn't it? Yes. It is a great thing. And if you're listening, take some time and pray and ask the Lord, you know, what what are the dreams you want to put on my heart, and what's my purpose? Maybe it's a young mother And your purpose right now is to pour into those children. Maybe it is the provider of your family and and the Lord just wants to really bless you in your business or whatever it might be. But what is the purpose that God has for you in this season of your life? And Joseph had a dream, a a literal dream, not just an ambition dream Mm. or a goal or a life dream, but God actually showed him in a real dream while he was asleep, basically showed his brothers kneeling down to him, his father and mother kneeling down to him. And I, I'm, I'm making that very simplistic. Yeah. Uh, we could, you could get into all the details of, of how his dream looked, but that's basically what God was showing him. But it was a long time from Joseph's dream to the achievement of that dream or to what I would call the destiny. Yeah. The dream to the destiny that's where it becomes the journey. Life is a journey between that dream to the destiny. And Joseph went through quite the journey, didn't he? Brad, can you imagine your brothers selling you off into slavery? I don't even have brothers. So that'd be even crazier. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> exactly. So you can't imagine that, can you? No. You can't no. imagine your sister selling you off into that'd slavery. That'd be crazy. Either. No. So, <laughs> but everybody can't handle your success. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, everybody doesn't drink the Kool-Aid. I think I said that in the sermon. Everybody's not drinking the Kool-Aid of what God might be doing in your life. Joseph's brothers were just flat out jealous. Yeah. And jealousy is a green-eyed monster. And and Joseph probably didn't play 
it very well. When he had this dream, God put these things on his heart. His brothers were already resentful of him. He had been a tattletale uh, when they were out in the fields way back when. He had the coat that they despised because it showed them, reminded them that their father had a favorite. And that favorite wasn't them. That favorite was Joseph. And then all of a sudden, to put icing on the cake, Joseph starts sharing them this dream that God gave him for his life. And I put here in my notes for the show, Brad, don't tell everybody your dreams. Mm -hmm. There, there, There are people that are in the inner circle of our lives, our family, our close friends, close people in ministry to share our dreams with and our ambitions. But everybody is is not going to be excited about the dream God put on your heart. But we can't let that deter us. Mm. And Joseph's brother he, brothers even sold him off and he ended up in slavery. But that was part of the process in this life is a journey. We're coming up on a break really quickly here, Pastor Brad. When we come back, we'll talk a little more about Joseph. And then I'm looking forward to finishing that interview with you, if that's okay. Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back. Pastor Greg, Pastor Brad, Bad Preaching Podcast. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Well, welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. Pastor Brad's here with me, Pastor Greg. And we were just talking about Joseph and this Life is a Journey series. Joseph in the Old Testament is probably the closest closest example of being like Christ or Christ-likeness that uh, we see in the Old Testament. Mm. It's very difficult, other than maybe him being a little bit of a tattletale or maybe immature with his dream a little bit or immature with as he was a child but he was a child yeah he was young we're all immature as children um, but yeah right but when we see him how he acted after his brother sold him he then ended up in potiphar's house potiphar promoted him because of his excellence and because he could see god's hand upon his life even potiphar's house was blessed because of joseph and god but we see that Joseph must have kept a good attitude because God promoted him and Potiphar's wife tempted him, but yet he kept his integrity. And then at the end of this story, when we get there, we'll see that he forgave his brothers and restored them, saved their lives, saved their lives and saved the lives of many, many multitudes of people because the hand of God was upon him. So I look forward, maybe we can delve into talking a little more about Joseph, um, Pastor Brad, in a future podcast Mm. as we continue up in this series. This coming Sunday, we will have Joseph in prison because (laughs) Potiphar's wife has accused him, and we'll see what God did in his life. But if he had not gone to the prison, he wouldn't have made it to the palace. But I want to finish our interview. We have the bulk of this segment set aside to just let you talk, Pastor Brad, and share some more with the folks about your call to Nortonsville Church of God. So talk to us a little bit about that story. I lived through it on our end. You lived through it on your end. And it was amazing to see how God orchestrated this, you coming and now being the full-time youth pastor at NCOG. So talk about that call to to Nortonsville. Yeah, I I love the story. And it's been 
great me and you being able to talk about it on both sides and yes. us being able to see what yes. God was doing on your side and what God was doing on my side. Simultaneously. Yeah. Yes. It, those moments are just amazing to me. Um, but for the listeners, I'll start back in. This would have been probably January of 2021, getting ready to go back to Lee, uh, coming back from Christmas break, I guess. So it would have been really early in January. I was sitting around a fire with my parents just talking about like, you know what, I have to get uh, my next step in at school, which was going out and doing an internship. And so I was talking about like what I could do with that. I go back to school and me and dad have another phone call. I'm like, I'll, I'll call Pastor Travis because he was kind of our state youth director at the time. And I was going to see if there were any possibilities I could do something in Virginia and so I decided that Tuesday of classes, I was gonna after class, I was gonna make a phone call and, and just see. And when I was going back home, I look at my phone, I get a call from uh, Pastor Pastor Jacob from here, and so I was like, Pastor Jacob done. And so I was like, Well, I'll give him a call and see what's up. And so he, I listened to the voicemail because he left that, and it, he's talking about, Hey, we'd like to do something with you here, and uh, would love to get a call and and kind of see if you're interested. And I was like, Wow. Just the timing of that alone. So you had not even been able to call the youth director. Nope. Yet. No, I was, I, I was going to, and I got this call. Literally, mm. it would have been moments before I would have, I would have done that because I was gonna, I was looking at my well, phone to go make that call, and I saw a voicemail left from Pastor Jacob. Yeah, from here he yes. had called me while I was in class, and wow. so I just missed it. And so just that timing alone was pretty cool. Um, but from there, we really started talking about just conversations of me coming out here just for as an intern and so me you and pastor jacob got to be on a call uh we like to joke a lot because pastor greg warned me about how many meals we have here (laughs) to prepare myself and um well it's it's been over a year and i've gone up a pant size and a shirt size you would gain weight (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, right from the start he 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 told me that one and uh i should i should listen a little bit closer on that one but uh Going going ahead with the story, um, it w- it would have been in May, or yeah, it would have been in May. I was getting ready to come here, but I've still had to finish out my classes, so I had a couple classes left. And I was in pastoral ministries. That was the name of my class I was in. And right before going into class, there was three of my friends, and we used to always do everything together. We prepared for tests. We'd talk. We'd have great conversations just about God. Um, and so I brought. A, a prayer to them because I said, guys, I've I've been really feeling like I'm not supposed to be at Lee anymore. I, I want to finish my degree, but I'm just feeling like it's my time here on campus is really gone. Because the plan was for the internship here mm-hmm. was just summer. Yep. And then you were going to go back to Lee. Yeah. Right. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. You. And and so this is all before I even came to Norrinsville. This is just the phone calls getting ready. And, um, like that night before I, I even called my parents, I was uh-huh. like, Hey, and, and, and mom, and dad were like, Hey, you can just come back home. Like after, after the internship is done, if you want to do online classes and stay here, that's fine with us. Like we'll see, just keep praying, see what's going on. And so I asked my friends to pray and we walk into class and Dr. Doffy's the one who teaches this class. And if, if any of you guys listening have ever had Dr. Doffy, you know, he he's very strict to his syllabus. Like what he says he's gonna talk about, he's gonna talk about. <laughs> and we walked into class that day and he said, Hey, I've got a little bit of a change up. I really feel like I'm supposed to talk about this. And 
on the board. It comes on. When is it your time to go? And uh, my friends just start laughing really hard. And they're like, hey, I think this one's for you, buddy. And so... Uh, so he go- changed his plan. That he day. changed his plan to and teach then that the class. title of the class for the day. Then after he changed it was, it's when it's time to go. Yeah, when is it your time to go? And here God is dealing with your heart. Yeah, maybe it's time to to leave. Leave. Yeah, which wouldn't have really made a great deal of sense Mm-mm. at that point in time. Yeah. Wow. And so it was just crazy to watch that. You know, uh, being in that moment because I didn't fully understand what what all was going on. Right. Um, and that really, I had this verse from Isaiah 43, verse 19, that I've, I've been carrying through this whole season. It said, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And and just that idea, in another translation, it says, Do you not perceive it? I'm doing mm-hmm. a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Mm-hmm. And my answer was no. Like During that season, it was really, I don't know what's going on. But then the next question I had to answer is, do you trust me? You know, like, wow, right. like even when you don't understand completely what's going on around you, do you trust God to follow him and, and follow the steps that he has laid out for mm-hmm. you? And so it really, another re- wrestling situ- uh, situation, I guess you could say, yeah. like, cause, um, I, I'm in this spot where I don't completely understand what's going on, but I trust God and, and I'm following God with, with my whole heart and, it, it it worked out because then just a couple days later in May, I would be moving here. I had started my internship. I actually came on. My first day here was the yard sale. And so I think that was like May 13th or something. Yeah, the breakfast and yard sale. Yeah, so breakfast and May, yard sale. Yes. And so uh, <laughs> I got to be here as an intern. And mm-hmm. as I stayed as an intern, we started having little some conversations about staying on um and again it was all up in the air like i didn't completely understand what what was fully going to come from it but i loved the people i loved what was going on and i was trusting god i I knew that he had a greater understanding and had greater plans that i could have for myself and so i was like lord i trust you um and i during that time i i mean josie even started dating yeah and so that was scary for me so you came here for an internship but it ended up becoming a full-time job yep. and you found your bride. I did. Yeah. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And <laughs> and what's crazy about all of that is like not completely knowing, you know, because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when November came around is when you started offering me the position. You said, hey, we'd like to move in this direction. You started having conversations with me and I actually brought the piece of paper um from our all team meeting it's from november 18th 2021 but that's the day i knew i was gonna stay here so you literally have the agenda right here i have the agenda in my folks can't see um where we're at right here but pastor brad has the actual you have the actual agenda it's in uh, thursday november 18th 2021 it's an all team meeting that's we do periodically we bring all the pastors of of Nortonsville Church of God together, everybody that serves in a pastoral role, and we all meet together. So Thursday, November 18th, 2021, and go ahead, I, I interrupted you. Yeah, I keep this paper in my desk as a reminder every time I open my drawer, actually. Um, but I kept this because at the bottom of this paper, the verse Isaiah 43:19 is in bold, and it is in a very big font at the very bottom of this piece of paper. 
um, going into this meeting. And I don't know why I did that in such a big font. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's like double the size of the rest of the agenda. Yeah, like it, it takes up a good portion of that page. But it reads the, um, the verse. It reads that verse, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I, I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And so I was in a week of prayer really trying to decide, is this where I'm supposed to be? And it was one of the hardest prayers I've ever prayed. I even told my dad, I don't know how to pray when I want something so bad. And how do you how do you pray and, and listen for the yes and the no and be willing for both? Mature and, prayer. Right. And so when I, when I saw this at the bottom of the page, and like I said earlier, this is the verse that's been on my heart for over a year now that God was dealing with me. You... We did that and went straight into communion, and I knew mm. this is where I'm supposed to be. And I just had that right. confirmation in my life, and I was settled. My spirit was at like settled down mm. at that point. And I, I knew, and then we went to the talks of actually staying and, and getting everything signed out. But that's when I knew for for me spiritually, spiritually speaking, that speaking was the from spiritual God. moment. Yeah. The practical moments came later. Practical later, like yeah. Later days, later weeks, even maybe even a few months later. In some regards. But that was the moment. You That's knew. when I knew. That's amazing. It's amazing how God works. It Isaiah is. verse there. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Uh, God is good, isn't he? Yes. That he confirms to us. So if you're listening today and you're praying about ministry, you're praying about decisions in your life, Keep praying. And trust God. Trust God. Always trust God. Trust God. And He will give you that peace. He will give you that direction. Mm -hmm. And that's just an inspiring story, Pastor Brad. I have enjoyed interviewing you. There are other things I'd like to ask you. Maybe um, you're on the Bad Preaching Podcast fairly regularly, right? Pretty often. So we might, maybe we can ask you some more questions again later. Thank you all for listening today. And we hope that you'll continue to listen to the Bad Preaching Podcast. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week on the Bad Christian <laughs> Podcast.